Greg and Darren Bresnitz are brothers and lovers of food and lovers of music, and they've brought their two passions together in a podcast they call Snacky Tunes. On their website, they celebrate food, music, and creativity with, among other things, a feature with their short surveys of prominent chefs around the world and the music in their lives, ending up with a playlist of their favorites. Here's what we learn about Andy Little. Long before he was being nominated for James Beard Awards as one of the best chefs in the Southeast, Andy Little, chef, owner of Nashville's Josephine, was making a name for himself as a top-flight tuba player. Andy went to James Madison University on a tuba scholarship, and he was looking to join a symphony professionally. But fatefully, while working as a waiter to earn some scratch, he kept finding himself spending a lot of time in the kitchen watching the cooks on the line. Fueled by this new passion, Andy traded the tuba for tenderloins and now has one of the best restaurants in the country. Given his background and the fact that he lives in Music City, USA, it should come as no surprise that good tunes play a central role in Andy's life. This is a playlist I would listen to while cooking at home and also during dinner service at Josephine, he said about his playlist. I love the craft of songwriting, and I think that's a common thread throughout this playlist. Very thoughtful artists creating amazing music. A lot of Nashville artists show up on my list since I am so inspired by the artistic community in this town, and they make such great music. Andy's list is indeed a songwriting tour de force, with selections from Bruce Springsteen, John Prine, and Jason Isbell. That from Chef Music Monday, a feature of Snacky Tunes. We're about to meet a musician who wanted to play the tuba too. Because he was a gifted trombone player, they needed a good trombone player, so they wouldn't let him play the tuba. Now he plays the sousaphone. That's his instrument with this band. Along the way, Sam Gellerstein worked in the culinary world and in food service, and so now he brings his two passions together in snack time. Snack Time is an ensemble of musicians serving up food for the soul of their community in Philadelphia. That was during the pandemic, and now beyond. Filling an enormous need for sizzling sounds with a nod to New Orleans, but only a nod, they make music that is very much their own, rooted in the place they live and love. They've been featured by NPR Music, Good Morning America, and The Today Show. They've played at 76ers games and at the Philadelphia Flower Show. And they're taking their wares to the perfect place in our region. To the Cooperage Project in Honesdale, a site that cares about community and arts and culture and food at its core. Ara Fisher is the executive director at the Cooperage Project, and she's invited Snack Time to come to town to stir us down to our very toes and even make us dance. The concert is this Friday, July 21st, and we had a chance to speak by phone with Ara Fisher, Sam Gellerstein, sousaphone, and Michael Spearman, trombone, about Smack Time's visit and why it's so right for the Cooperage Project. 
The Cooper's Project is a 501c3 nonprofit community hub, and we're dedicated to building community through a variety of different programs that engage, that challenge, that enlighten, that bring people together to have fun, especially around the things that they have in common, which our main sort of pillars that we do programming around are arts and culture, so performances such as snack time, a lot of youth programs, and food. So we do all kinds of, we do farmer's markets. We just launched our mobile farmer's market that's going around to far-flung places of Wayne County. And then we also do some different types of meal assistance for seniors and and for, for kiddos. So we've got all kinds of stuff going on. A group like Snack Time, known for playing in the streets, will you all be playing outside or inside? Well, Actually, we're going to be inside on our... We have a wonderful state-of-the-art stage and sound system that was installed when we opened almost 11 years ago. And so for the best performance sound-wise, we're going to be inside, but we're going to have the doors open so folks can be hanging outside in our... We call it our pocket park, but it's a gravel converted parking lot space. So we'll get to have some of that street feel as well. Ara, introduce us to our guests, Sam and Mike, and we all want to know how you've found out about each other. Yeah, so Sam and Mike are part of Snack Time, which is a Philadelphia band, and they can share more about their origin stories, but I found out about them last fall. They played at one of my dear friend's weddings, and I had heard their names from friends. I'm from I'm from Philly and moved up here about seven years ago, so I was no stranger to hearing about Snack Time, because you guys are blowing up. And I got to check them out firsthand, and I just, they were the highlight. Don't tell my friend this, but they were the highlight of the wedding. I had so much fun dancing to you guys, and just the energy... Everything about them, just positivity. I just had to figure out a way to bring them to our community here. And so I reached out through their booking agent and got connected. And I'm just so excited that we were able to make it work to get them to come here. Welcome, Mike. Welcome, Sam. I do so many interviews with artists and arts groups where the pandemic has been really just devastating. And yet there's a silver lining. And it sounds like that's something that happened with you all. So absolutely. Um, this is Sam speaking. Essentially, Snack Time was a band that started during the pandemic. Um, we were all home. There was no work. And as soon as COVID restrictions had loosened up a little bit for outdoor dining, we decided to get together in the park and play for all the people because all of them hadn't heard live music in so long. So we uh, wanted to make that happen. And fast forward, uh, it's going to be three years in August. And we're doing a lot of really amazing things. And we're so excited to be coming out for the Cooper Project. Tell us what instruments you each play. So I play um, sousaphone in the band, which functions kind of as the bass. And I play trombone in the band. So sometimes I play melodies, a lot of times I play backgrounds, and I do background vocals as well. Each of you, as musicians, did you start in high school? Where did you pick up the sousaphone? Where did you pick up the trombone? Well, I started, I started, okay, so I started piano, actually, when I was six years old. And I really, really, really didn't like it. My parents made <laughs> me keep it. <laughs> and eventually I got to high school my freshman year, and my brother was already playing piano for the jazz band. So I was like bored in practice, and I picked up the trombone as a joke. And I was like, hey, let me play this. And they were like, okay, now you play that. Go, go practice. And I fell in love with it. So jazz band at that, school? Yep, so jazz band freshman year. I was going to say, Mike, that's funny because kind of like my story, I actually was a trombone player and still am in some respects, but I went to grad school for trombone, but I started my music career playing trombone and I just picked it up and it was the one I was best at and I wanted to play. Uh, I actually did in the beginning want to play tuba, but they said I was not allowed to because I was good at trombone. So the thing with trombone is uh, we are we are few, but we are proud and uh, 
they definitely always want you to play trombone because there's not enough of us out there. We all think about the brass bands and so forth in New Orleans. Is there any flavor of that sometimes in the way you play or what you play and your instrumentation? So we obviously are so indebted to all of the amazing forefathers of our instruments and, you know, especially being the New Orleans community and New York community and all that. But we specifically are trying to kind of subvert the idea of a brass band. In so many ways, we're trying to be a band that if you close your eyes, you might not even think it is a brass band. We, we, we have a lot of guitar. The sousaphone is effective in a way to sound like a bass. Um, we have a lot of vocals. So while we do try to um, obviously show where we came from, we're trying to kind of do our own thing. But with a, with a big sousaphone and trombone and trumpets on stage, I think it's pretty, uh, pretty hard to not think about a New Orleans brass band. We just heard about the Cooperage Project era and the idea of community, and it sounds like you all, as musicians, are really grounded in community, and you have a vision of bringing people together and kind of a philosophy of life. Uh, absolutely. Literally, one of the only reasons that this band became what it was and not just you know a little project during the pandemic is because the Philadelphia community surrounded us and celebrated with us just like celebrating us being alive and, and having fun and making music and really overcoming some of the, the more sad and depressing things about the pandemic. And, and so we love to give back to the community. We go do a lot of educational outreach. We do a lot of work with certain restaurants and making sure that donations and all. Like, we do a lot of work with the community, so we love bringing people together. And that's actually the reason this band is still here. And Sam, what about the name then? And what about the food angle? <laughs> so prior to... Being full-time with snack time, I've had a bunch of different jobs in my life. I worked with food and beverage for a long time, and more than working there, I kind of became part of the ecosystem of Philadelphia food and beverage and became friends with a lot of the people, and it's, it's just one of my main passions, and it's, it's, so, it's so important for me to include the things that I love and the things that I do. So the first snack time event actually was um, highlighting a local chef and highlighting local musicians, and that's kind of part of the three pillars. But the three pillars of Snack Time are community, food, and music. And it's so important for us, as as often as we can, to include elements of food and drink being curated as well, because, you know, we think that adds a lot to uh, feeling connected to the crowd to show, like, this is what we love, and we want to share that with you. So we've done collaborations with, with, um, with vineyards, we've done collaborations with restaurants, candy makers, and so many different things. So it's uh, always something that's part of the heartbeat of snack time. Ara, what's going to happen this Friday with food? So we actually have some volunteers that are going to be baking and creating some snacks, but mostly sweet snacks, uh, out of our cafe. So it'll be you know just suggested donations, so even free if you come out and you want you want a delicious salted caramel cookie. We got you. We're going to have, have food. Cake, oh, you want you want some of those? Okay. Uh, definitely I'll make sure I have lots of snacks for snack time. Yeah, so we're just going to have some light snacks, but folks, you're welcome to BYOB and also BYO Food, but we encourage people to support if they're going to bring you snacks or venture out for dinner to hit up some of the delicious places in Main Street, Homesdale, coming from Philly and working in food and beverage as well. Down there, moving up here, I've just been, it's kept me alive by the really awesome offerings that are here and the local food. So, you know, I really am drawn to snack time too, just personally by their commitment to delicious food and beverages and community. And I think it just really goes hand in hand in in tandem with not only myself and my views and my personal 
uh, passions, but also the Cooperage to community and food access and arts and culture and being available to everybody. So, yeah, it was just sort of a win-win, no-brainer to work with Snack Time. What about original tunes and tunes that we know? Do you mix it up, or is it all originals? Well, usually we base it off of the crowd and see what the crowd wants to hear, but we've been playing a lot more originals. We've actually uh, we just finished recording our album full of original music yesterday, actually. So we're excited to play a lot of originals, but we also started as a party band playing things that people could turn up to. So we like to do a healthy mix of the two. We have one album out. It's our debut record entitled Sounds from the Street Live, which was recorded live in the studio, and it's really great. So if you guys want to check that out, that's on Spotify, Apple Music, and Tidal. For all, for all the listeners out there, we do have a mailing list that you can find on our website, Snack Time Philly. That's S-N-A-C-K-T-I-M-E, Philly.com. And how about the music scene in Philadelphia coming back after the pandemic now? Very much so. We, we are so excited to be such, uh, such a big part of this amazing scene. There's so many great bands locally. There's so many great bands coming into town. And, you know, it's not quite as big as in New York or Nashville maybe, but Philadelphia has a very loyal following of really great listeners, and we are so glad to be a part of it. Um, we just did a public gig at Eaton's Oval, which is right across from the Art Museum, and we had probably thirteen to 1,500 people out there dancing. So that was really cool to see on a random day when everyone's out on the shore for the summer that everyone came out to dance with us. So give us the details, Ara, about how we get to listen to and dance to Snack Time. Yeah, so come on out to the Cooperage this Friday. We're located Main Street, Honesdale, 1030 Main Street. Again, uh, if you want to grab some dinner before, check out you know Greater Honesdale Partnership as a great listing of all the awesome places you can go eat. We the show the doors will be around seven o'clock and show time at seven thirty. We have plenty of time to come hang out. We do a variety of different seating styles with the Cooperage in our in our venue. So we'll have some chairs and some tables to sit, but we'll also have a large dance floor. So come ready to dance, get your dancing shoes on. And it's all ages, so children are welcome. I actually know for a fact that a lot of us that work here at the Cooperage are bringing our kids. We've got a lot of trombone and trumpet players that are growing up ready to to see see how it's done. So yeah, come on out, the whole family. And we'll be here starting at 7.30. You can come as early as 7 o'clock. Fisher, Executive Director of the Cooperage Project in Honesdale, and Sam Gellerstein, sousaphone, and Michael Spearman, trombone of the band Snack Time. selection from their first CD, their first album, Sounds from the Street Live, and that's Snack Time from Philadelphia. Scheduled to perform this Friday evening at the Cooperage Project, 1030 Main Street in Honesdale. They'll have sounds that are intended to stir us up and, if we're at all inclined, to get us dancing. Doors open at 7, the show begins at 7.30. For more information on the web, thecooperidgeproject.org, C 
C-O-O-P-E-R-A-G-E, thecooperageproject.org. from Snack Time, and they'll perform at the Cooperage Project Main Street in Honesdale this Friday evening, July 21st. Doors opening at 7, the show getting underway at 7.30. For more information, thecooperageproject.org, and to hear more music and to learn more about Snack Time, their website is snacktimephilly.com, snacktimephilly.com.